0: yo (laughs) what's going on and that is how we begin let us make sure we're up and running here on the um live stream on youtube.com of course and this is a clean pin we are at episode 44 haven't done one in a couple months Uh, and i apologize um been really busy, Um, but, uh, you know, starting new year, of course, starting new year, we're going to have this, you know, at at full blast uh, every week, going through the um, ins and outs of um, the world of professional wrestling, news, rumors, you know, recaps, you know, stuff that i haven't been able to get to uh throughout the week just um you know an hour max a little bit over an hour maybe depends you know what's going on that particular week uh you can also find this on uh audio form uh, on whatever uh podcasts wherever you get your podcasts Uh, i believe we're on um anchor Spre- uh, Spreaker, iTunes, uh, so we are, uh, across the, uh, across the board there. So, by the way, watching a movie just now, <laughs> unrelated, uh, where there are actually a crowd of over 25, 100 people without masks remember those days it's actually some movie but yeah just you know how the hell have you been first of all and uh, and I thank you for um, taking a peek uh, whether you're listening or the audio version of this uh, podcast form here I thank you for taking a peek and um, you know Hopefully, uh, we could, uh, converse, shoot the breeze with each other, and, uh, please do hit the subscribe, or if you hated it, you know, hit the, uh, the thumbs down button as well, <laughs> whatever, whatever floats your boat, uh, do something, please. Where do we begin? Uh, I guess where we could begin is, um, the TOC pay-per-view, um, from yesterday um a couple of thoughts and this is just n- no particular order just um kind of um touching on a couple of things it's not a full review just a you know a couple of thoughts that uh that did come through my head as i'm watching TLC, and you know uh, i would love to hear your thoughts and what you thought about it too if you you know want to drop a comment um First of all, man, where do we begin? Um, I think the thing that sticks out to me is... um, uh, The Fiend is buried... Is is burned alive, rather. The Fiend is burned alive yet again. And, um, you know, I... Listen, I get it that... The Fiend is this supposed character Almost like The Undertaker where it's um he's complex kind of like a supernatural character, if you will. And uh, you know, the the, the presentation of the fiend, which you know is different than Bray Wyatt. Presentation of The Fiend, they had spent, I remember when you seen The Fiend uh, before he debuted, you had spent so many weeks uh, as far as vignettes and firefly fun houses and you know, stuff along this nature, this road, that stuff that you had done, spelt, spent a considerable Amount of time, yeah. Bray Wyatt spent a considerable amount of time in putting to, together that character of the fiend from the mask, the music. It's all about the presentation, right? And the the presentation was phenomenal. Uh, it was phenomenal. Uh, when he first debuted, um, when he first debuted, nothing could stop him, nothing could stop him, a monster. And then, um... You know, it it was slowly falling apart, and and it's, it's, uh, I'm not blaming the, not blaming the performer, Uh, usually it's more often than not, uh, a good chunk of it is creative's fault, right? So, here we are, you know, um. So even probably even when the fiend was facing Rollins, that's when it first started falling apart. And then you had fiend versus Goldberg, and um, you know, that fell apart too, even further. Goldberg, who was some say old. Not scared of the Fiend. No, no, no. And then... The Fiend... This monster... Supernatural being... Gets taken down by a... Well... A nut shot the crown jewels get attacked and some might say whether you're a monster or not getting hit in the crown jewels is going to take you down might subscribe to that notion and um you know, The Fiend burned alive. Oh, no, no, he wasn't actually burned alive. Um, it was a mannequin, obviously. That's the beauty of being able to tape certain things and not having a uh, a live audience. Burned Alive. By Randy Orton, yet again. Randy Orton. Destroyed, um, you know. Destroyed the uh, incarnation of Bray Wyatt. Prior, should the wrestling fan forget that? Maybe. And now he destroyed the incarnation of this fiend, uh, of this uh, of the fiend. Or is he gone? After this Monday Night Raw, it's kind of um, hard to say. Um, he might be gone for a period, a little bit of a period of a time here. So, how's this gonna affect the Fiend? Are you gonna have a new incarnation of the Fiend? Will you really care at this point or is the fiend character character of, you know Bray Wyatt the fiend, uh, a character in which well things like this being burned alive by Randy Orton really at the end of the day really does not matter When you see Bray Wyatt again, he might be with a new mask, uh, new new ring attire, new gear, fresh uh, fiend for 2021. And that might not be such a bad thing. I mean, 2020 has been a horrible year. It might be a good thing. But will you still be vested? Will you still care? Will you still believe that Bray Wyatt is believable? Even after, again, losing to the Kryptonite that is Randy Orton. And I think that's going to be a a very, very tough sell to try to build that character character again. Um, For certain people, if you uh, get my drift. To be determined, I guess... But something that sticks out in my mind, immensely. A match that you, um, kind of didn't think, um, at least I didn't believe was, um, very believable from the get-go, like, honestly... Honestly, if you told me, if anyone thought, coming into this pay-per-view, that uh, Kevin Owens would actually win, defeat Roman Reigns, listen, if you actually believe that, I am I am willing to write you a check right now. I'm really, uh, willing to write you a check. I think there was no shot. There was no shot where... Um, Um, you know, where we thought that Kevin Owens was going to win. Now, listen, coming out of SmackDown, into this match, you know, I read on Dirt Sheets, I read on the internet, that, um, you know, a lot of people were upset. They thought that Kevin Owens was already, um, buried coming into the, uh, TLC pay-per-view. He was pretty much buried, not pretty much, he was buried, but by tables ladders and chairs buried and you know what i did not think that he was um at all that he would be um that he was buried after that smacked out in the sense of he rose up uh f- from the, the 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 pile of rubble there so to speak And he said, listen, I am going to try to... I am going to do my damnedest to win this title or I'm going to die trying. And to me, the opposite. You know, I'd argue with you that Kevin Owens, after that SmackDown... Came out looking like a million bucks. Like a guy that would not be taken down without a fight. So, we, we go into... Um, we go into the, uh, actual pay-per-view, and, um, you know, Kevin Owens has a uphill battle, fighting, um, you know, not only is he fighting Roman Reigns, he's fighting Jey Uso now, attacking, he has to attack, he has to, he has to watch his, you know, he has to watch himself, that, was, you know, he's fighting a two one one, a losing battle. Listen, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is a big man, you know not not the most athletically built <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination, but you know he's a decent sized man standing next to Roman Reigns. Um, you know, again, believability. But Kevin Owens, I'd probably argue with you knows how to work where he could uh, tell a damn story in the ring because there were points in that match where you thought to yourself, wait a minute, I think, could it be possible, I think Kevin Owens could actually win. There were definitely moments in that match where you definitely felt that and that's a testament, that's a tribute Um, because... You actually believed They 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 managed just by the storytelling They managed to turn you around and make you a believer therefore success and uh, I, I'm gonna tell you that this match to me. This was the uh, the, the best match of the uh, of the pay-per-view Roman reigns versus Kevin Owens and uh, the way it ended it was weak. It was like a, pretty much like a like a uh, like a sleeper type of a move. It was weak. You know, at the end of the match, there. You know, um, you, know you see, Kevin Owens just ejected, but it's not like he was laid out to a bloody pulp. Um, you know, he he came out. I think. looking like a million bucks looking like a viable competitive uh like looking like a viable threat to roman reigns and his em- his empire so to speak so you know j- just by if you think about it to me anyway when you look at the time frame from now until until survivor series um I would actually, I wouldn't be surprised if you see this feud carry over to uh, Survivor Series. I'm sorry, not Survivor Series, Royal Rumble. What am I thinking? Royal Rumble, right? That's January. Yeah, Royal Rumble. I wouldn't be surprised at going into Royal Rumble because the Royal Rumble is not that far away. um, And you could still build on this Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns uh, storyline. Uh, for another uh, period, you know, taking taking the scenic route, taking the slow, um, taking the slower lane more than you would normally do if we weren't um, in a pandemic. So, uh, to me, easily, um, easily, this was the best match of the night by far. now you go on to another kind of uh, complaint that uh, a lot of people had uh, from the TOC pay-per-view was the women's um, tag team title now you know I would have liked you know I would have liked you know for for the storyline to be listen the the one that people thought um could never win could never pin anyone you know as Lana was and I thought that you know Lana should have been in there uh would have won the the titles with um with Oscar. A notch on her belt. Feel-good story, especially, you know, what has happened, uh, what we know about Lana, especially in that documentary um, a special that came out on the WWE Network a short time ago. That And, you know, she's been a, uh, been through a lot. And that, you know, was kind of what I thought would be a see-good see uh, story in having uh, Lana... Win with Oscar. That wasn't meant to be. Lana was taken out, and uh, instead, who you have uh, appearing is, um, you have appearing Charlotte Flair. See, this whole title already, um, uh, people are upset uh, they're upset at the um, at the outcome of uh, who won yeah it doesn't uh, you know it, it, it doesn't make sense um, you know in, in it, well you know if you're you're playing the injury angle you know so so then maybe you could justify it in a sense. A little bit there, but, you know, what? what is the reasoning why, you know, Charlotte Flair, because she returns, what is the reasoning that she gets a, why does she get um, an opportunity at the tag team titles, right? I mean, she, uh, the tag team was Asuka and Lana. For the longest time, why is Charles Frere able to to come in right away, right and get this title? Well, you know, to, to to play devil's advocate and why I, you know, I don't I don't have a problem with it per se. Um, you know, if you're doing this story angle, right, and we take that for what it's worth, who else would you put in there? Who else do you have to put in? To win that title, who else? There's no, you know, I mean, what you're gonna use? Someone that hasn't been used on TV and you haven't seen her in a while, like Naomi. You haven't seen her in, in quite some time. Who, Peyton Royce, Billy Kay. Now, how do you justify that? So, the only thing that justifies who Oscar's tag team partner is and them winning. The women's tag team belts is the fact of Charlotte Flair has a you know a, a, a big history of winning titles so it it makes sense listen the great Charlotte Flair she has so many singles titles um, okay well we could give the title to her uh, we, she could compete for the title even you know uh, on the fight side, side of it is that when you look at it, you know uh, this really hasn't been, um, you know, it's for lack of a better word, it's um, it's very interesting as to what will um, what we will see. So, it it's... Okay, who would you put in, right? I mean, Charlotte Flair has that recognition, has that name there. So, titles galore, and people know who she is. So, it's like, okay. And, you know, and unfortunately, that tag title, women's tag titles, haven't been exactly what they've been, what I think, what WWE has envisioned. Um, but I don't think they have enough women's they don't have enough women on the roster for a tag team belt, much less how many women's tag teams are there actually there. To me, there are really none except for these, you know, women's tag teams that are just kind of insta-storyline, insta you just put together right away, and then they automatically get title shots, not going through any um, process of being number one contenders, so, you know, charlotte flair i don't have a problem with her being um added in the match who else are you gonna put right you know what i do have a problem with is these tag team titles are these women's tag titles are never used for you know um for a for a lengthy storyline or a, a storyline at least that they follow through on uh but you know Charlotte and um, Asuka won. It's not like they were all chummy chummy during that match. <laughs> uh, I could see you know somewhere down the low down the road, and I like Flair uh, heel Flair better than I do face. I think you're gonna see Charlotte Flair uh, turning on Oscar uh, sometime down the road. So I, I wouldn't be surprised about that at all if you see it coming. Now another thing that kind of stuck to my mind here, and I'll leave you on this before uh, just to take a quick time out, do a quick video from recently, um, not too far away, uh, but do want to go into the rest of the pay per view very quick, nothing, um, nothing um, too earth uh, shattering here. Let's see, let's see, let's see, what can we give you guys? I want to do a a little wrestling uh, video while I go into a time out. A commercial break. <laughs> do do Hold on, guys. Let's see what we could have here. Going to the old vault. And I do uh, wish that you like and hit the subscribe button. Boop, 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 boop. Here we go, we're going from WWE 2018 Top Faction list, that's my reaction Welcome to another edition Of Smart Chat here on YouTube.com I hope everything's going well Before you guys do want to do a wrestling video This is a list that has Come out Uh, It's on WWE.com 10 best factions of all time. Shall I go through the list for you guys? I will. I'm getting my thoughts. Number 10, Undisputed Era. Number 9, The Freebirds. Number 8, Nexus. Number 7, Heart Foundation. Number 6, New Day. Number 5, Evolution. Number 4, NWO. Number 3, DX, Number two, the Four Horsemen. Number one, the Shield. Undisputed error, number 10, they haven't even made the main roster. Nexus, who is a faction, for a cup of coffee. Literally a cup of coffee. I mean, if you definitely, uh, I don't know about you guys, uh, I definitely don't agree with the list. It's obvious, you know, if you look at it, uh, they're they're catering, they're putting factions that uh, the list kind of caters to people, to the audiences of younger age that maybe don't go as far back. Uh, as other wrestling fans do, this is not a list that's um, geared toward the old school fan. If anything, it outrages the old school fan. A lot of people you would probably put, you know, um, up there as the Horsemen, Freebirds, NWO, in that type of category. I mean, there are many ways to do this list better than the way this list was. And again, this is a list that they geared towards the younger audience, which you know, they're still able to sell DX merchandise, NWO merchandise. You know, the younger fan is not interested in uh, buying a, uh, a Freebird shirt. They're not interested in buying A brood shirt, if you want to even put the brood in there. They're not interested in buying a horseman t-shirt. Okay, and when you look at, yeah, think like, uh, even groups that didn't even make the list, right? I mean, they, just think of it this way, and um, the Institute of Domination wasn't even on that list, right? The group had three current Hall of Famers and one guaranteed future Hall of Famer. The nation also did exactly what factions should do, provide a platform to create stars by aligning them with other talents that work to their strengths. The group is also what helped Rocky Mayavia become the rock. And the rest is, well, all history as they say. Even look, corporate ministry, the reformer um, world champions and Taker, Simmons, JBL, The Brood and and Christian. They're not on the list if you want to go kind of correlate the list uh, better. But at the end of the day, It's a self-serving advertisement for WWE. The Shield is still on TV and getting a push. Why wouldn't they be number one? Hey, listen, Undisputed Era is on this list, right? They're probably going to be called up next. Hell, the right to censor? Has more mania appearances than them. Shouldn't be on that list at all. But at the end of the day, I digress. And that's what it comes down to. S.H.I.E.L.D. is on TV. They're pushing them. Need to sell merch. Why not make them number one on the list? You would hope you or you would think that one of the guys from the S.H.I.E.L.D. Kind of come out and say, listen, I thank you guys for putting us number one. But in no way uh, do uh, we got a lot of work to do. Uh, It's an honor, but we shouldn't be number one. And you know, just to kind of appease everyone that gets um, upset about this list, but they didn't do it that way. And but at the end of the day, how dare they not include? The Pretty Mean Sisters. I hope all is well, and I look forward to speaking to you guys very, very soon. Wow. There you go. All right, how about that? Nice commercial break. Todd, uh, top Factions of all time. WWE put it out said top faction. So top 10 So must must be true, right? <laughs> um You know where else do I want to kind of um, Go with this um, You know the hurt business uh, when the uh, tag team titles um, over um over the new day now listen um (laughs) i've i've said this um kind of um before and um i'll say it again kind of like whatever new day is kind of like the the safe option for uh for uh, to, to hold the title it's like oh new day's coming back oh here you go let them hold the title you know that's kind of wwe's um lack of a better word uh safety net what they feel comfortable with giving the uh the belts to uh the new day you know they know that new day could sell some merch some tickets and listen to her business Say what you want to say. You know, Bobby Lashley um, needed some personality. Needed someone to speak. uh, Needed someone to, you know, uh, speak for him. And that's uh, kind of uh, what MVP is. He's been... He's been good in his role. He's been very good. Uh, He's adjusted to it. And... uh, You know, I, I think he, he plays his role perfectly now, uh, it's perfect the way he plays it now, um, he's very comfortable in it, now his in-ring work, he's might be, he might might be a little bit older now, uh, but, you know, he's, he, you know, he still does not, he does not go out there and, um, embarrass himself, and, you know, uh, you know the hurt, and you look at you know hurt business, and you should to make uh, Shelton Benjamin relevant again, and Cedric Alexander. You know, you know, turn to heel A little bit of a brings out is able to bring out a little bit of a cockiness, and uh, it, it, it's it's better than what you seen Cedric Alexander when he came out here. Uh, initially made his broad debut. Listen, Cedric Alexander, I you know I when he first came out, when the crowds were there, he wasn't getting uh, anything of a reaction. If crowds were out there now, um, I think Cedric Alexander would be getting some type of a reaction. So, I think MVP has done his job well, and listen, it's time to, to 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 put someone else uh as tag champs i mean uh, i don't know who i don't know who else would you consider a tag team besides the new day that that's on raw but no, you know um that's not um that's not for us to uh figure out who would be the next champion, but, you know, that's something that I thought. So, and, and, you know, I I think the Her Business has, um, it's definitely has made its mark. Um, and it's good, because it, you know, again, brings back Shelton Benjamin uh into the uh the limelight and, and it's it's definitely uh a good thing so look for that as well um down the down the road also good by up oh, chip. These chips are magnificent. They're like the um, the Costco chips. Man, 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 man. Very damn good. A couple of uh news and uh, rumors that I I wanted to get into in, in you know no particular order. Uh, but a lot of people um up in arms. This came out like last week, right? A lot of people are up in arms that Vince McMahon is sending guys like Keith Lee, let's just say. Right? Um there was more. But um, But Keith Lee is uh, one of them He was sending him down um, to, Like in between classes to go To take like kind of classes uh, to, 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 to improve Better when you, or tie, tie, Brush up your skills Same thing for Otis right And a lot of folks on the internet were already saying, oh, Vince McMahon is uh, burying Keith Lee, Otis is being buried. No, because they go in the performance center, you have to train. No. I look at it as quite the opposite uh, reasoning here. I mean, Think of it. We are in a pandemic. Where um, we're in, we're in a, a time, a period where nothing's uh, for certain. Nothing certain. Nothing's for certain. Yeah, does that make sense? <laughs> Nothing is certain. You know. And there are no house shows. So some of these wrestlers and considering that you whether you're on SmackDown or Raw, sometimes if it's a two hour show, you know or you're on a three hour show with the amount of roster sizing that they have, it's impossible and no house shows, it's impossible for people to be wrestling every single week. So um you know, going to the performance center is a great way since it's slow. Great way, A, if you're a guy like Keith Lee, it's a great way to kind of keep the ring rust off. Because if you're, you know, not wrestling every week, um, Keith is a, you know, Keith Lee is, you see him on TV, so what? You figure at at most he's fighting four times a month. Sometimes you're not fighting for a couple of weeks. And you're not doing house shows. So why not go to the performance center and hone up on your craft? There are pointers, I'm sure, that... Listen, the mind never stops learning. So there are pointers that could always be... Uh, taking in, and you know, you, you 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 shouldn't be considering that to be a bad thing, you always want to improve, you should be happy that the company that employed you sees something in you, uh, where they just want you to maybe just work out a little bit extra, shake off some of that ring rust, because not everyone's working all the time, because there are no house shows, So, you know, it's not a bad thing. He didn't say, oh, you're going back to NXT. Not like NXT is a bad thing either. You know, he just wants you, at the end of the day, with all the time and money that he is investing in you as a character, he wants you to be at your best and absolute top position. And since it's slow, like I said, no house shows, you know, why not? Go and brush up on a few things look listen well documented now that we know undertaker a legend but it was just taking off the ring rust and you know everyone needs to shake off the ring rust and to go into performance center and doing that that's a great thing and it's great that you know you have a boss that sees something in unity they just want you to keep on being on that right track so you know I would not make too much noise about it and it's an issue that should be just uh that should be just let go honestly so. so it's um uh, you know take that in 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 stride and something to uh, definitely uh think about as we move away from you know the pay-per-view so on a scale of 1 to 10 i probably give it like um Seven and a half. I think it definitely um, picked up uh, steam towards uh, the end. So, um, good segment. Hold on one second, guys. But only the small business gets real. Progressive helps protect what you build with customizable coverage. No, no, no. Trav Kings is giving out an early holiday gift to celebrate Hoops Near back. A shop for new customers to play free for millions with their first deposit. Just grab the line of the players who you think we'll pocket you some cold, hard cash. With all the December millionaire contests, it's never been easier to put the win in winter. So download the app. Take your pre-shadowed millions and prizes. It's like the holiday hoops. Trap keys. Make it right. This is the new Google Pixel 5 with the Titanium Security chip. For someone who doesn't surround the security, it's the Super Safe Stump Secure 5G Google Pixel 499. These are the new 5G Google Pixels with Day batteries. You've been very busy at home lately, but next time you got reacquainted with the massage routine. With massage envy, your safety is a top priority. Massage envy, keep your body working. That's right. Subway is open, so they move on. Get everybody should have a And we are back, yeah. So again. Not a big deal, not a big stink, nothing to worry, nothing to be afraid of. (laughs) It's Vince, uh, that's, Vince is caring. Vince is showing you that he cares. So, the other part here that kind of has, uh, developed, and and I know you have to watch, uh, certain things play out that's understood but this whole this whole Kenny Omega storyline right now um going into um impact i don't know guys i am not feeling it. it like you know at first i was like all right let's um let, let's roll with it let let's see how this develops before you pass judgment on anything that's the way it should be you always have to see how certain things um shape up um but now that you've learned, okay, that Impact is doing, they're, they've they already taped um, their episodes already. They're, they're done. They're done. Uh, up until the new year. They've been done a couple of weeks already. So, they're doing best ofs, sprinkled in with... Kenny Omega um, interviews and segments next upcoming weeks of impact is best of that's right you have best of in the middle of what's impacts without a doubt impacts most buzz that they've gotten in uh, recent time and even if you want to say that, uh the ratings actually have dropped um ever ever since that, that that initial time frame of Kenny Omega uh appearing on um on impact. So it's dropped. So the the whole premise, this whole idea of you know promotions working with each other is a great thing. Uh, it definitely is, but for Impact, because it's not going to confuse Impact. Impact needs AEW, not AEW needs Impact. So when you're looking at this. You're in a best of. Could you not have planned this out a little bit better? Best of. And since you are in a best of, why do you not have Impact stars invading AEW? Guaranteed, not everyone that watches AEW watches Impact. I could be assured that everyone that watches Impact watches AEW. Everyone that watches AEW does not watch Impact and it would have been it would have served a better uh presence if um you know if you had some stars invading um, you know uh, Aew, that it just makes sense. It just does It does not make sense if you look at it as to why a a big fish company, big fish star is invading. In essence, what it is, uh, a smaller company now. In in storyline wise, suspension of disbelief. You know we're we're supposed to not think that, but that's just the way it 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 comes across honestly uh sting is back as well and um you know as we've seen sting you know now you again you have to see how it unfolds do we know what sting will be doing week in and week out no you don't um will he be a manager will he be a um you know, will he be a, um, you know, kind of like a general commissioner? Uh, you, you don't know either. But <laughs> what I will tell you is a 60-something-year-old Sting. It uh, just kind of made me chuckle a little bit here. 60-year-old Sting with a bat, plastic bat. Don't tell anyone. Just absolutely scared. Taz's group of hook Ricky Starks, Mr Hobbs, and the big Jack guy <laughs> they're scared of sixty year old's thing uh it made the it made that taz group look absolutely weak. I'm sorry that's the way that's the way uh you know i i i see it they looked absolutely weak now that's uh you know just my thoughts on, on um you know on, on that subject there but i would be remiss i would be remiss if we did not talk about uh, the slammies we got six minutes here before our feed gets cut, cut off on uh anchor so let's get have the categories here see how much we could get done slammies by the way you want know, the best slammy award-winning Owen Hart. Uh, they gone or those times. But the Slammies will be presented December 23rd, 10, thir- 10 a.m. on WWE Network and WWE social platforms. They're back actually since the first time since 2015. 2015. So here we go. Match of the Year nominations Undertaker vs. AJ Styles, New Day versus Hurt Business, Edge vs. Randy Orton, Men's Royal Rumble match AJ Styles vs. Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso, Sasha Banks vs. Bailey. AJ Styles versus Sami Zayn versus Jeff Hardy. That was a damn good match. Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. Becky Lynch versus Asuka. I'm supposed to think what will the W. Now, what I would think and what the WWE Universe would would take is two different things here. I think we're going to have Edge versus Randy Orton backlash. Rivalry of the year. Seth Rollins vs. Mysterio Family, Drew McIntyre vs. Randy Orton, Edge vs. Randy Orton, Sasha Banks vs. Bailey. R-Truth vs. The World, and Lana vs. Announcer Tables, I think we're gonna see Seth Rollins vs. The Mysterio Family win that one. Tag Team of the Year, Golden Role Models, Neo Jackson, Shayna Baszler, New Day, Street Profits, Shinsuke, and Cesaro, You're gonna have um New Day as a tag team. Return of the year. Sammy's uh Edge, Roman Reigns, Sammy Zayn, MVP, and Goldberg. Look for Edge to win that. And I think that's all we have. All right? Was that it or was there more? Dun, 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 dun. okay Uh, let's see Superstar of the Year here's another one Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns, Randy Orton Braun Strowman, (coughs) Fiend Asuka, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair Um, (sighs) who this one would go to (sighs) let's see nah that's gonna be a tough one superstar of the year i think you gotta go with uh bailey no i'm sorry sasha banks let's see you have um <coughs> ring gear of the year charlotte fair Sasha Banks, saffron's new day bianca Belair, Sans nakamura carmela Think you gotta go with new day breakout star of the year dominic mysterio bianca Belair, otis street profits murphy street profits female superstar of the year oscar sasha banks bailey becky lynch charlotte flair <sighs> shasha a male superstar of the year drew roman reigns randy orton braun Strowman, fiend let's go with uh drew mcintyre Moment of the year, the Undertaker's Final Farewell. Drew McIntyre defeats Brock Lesnar. Becky Lynch announces pregnancy. Edge returns in the Windsor Rumble. New Day's farewell address. Roman Reigns Paul Heyman Unite Bailey betrays Sasha. New Day gets drafted to different brands. I think we are going with Undertaker's Final Farewell Survivor Series 2020. And I think that's it. Yeah, there we go. That was it in a nutshell, trying to get it in before we get cut off on our recording here. So we're at 59 minutes and 20 seconds, almost at a full hour. Don't forget to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, share this video, watch it on YouTube, listen to it in the podcast form. I hope all is well, and I look forward to speaking to you guys very, very soon. Until next time, mahalo.